Welcome to Conversations Live. For more than a decade, we've brought you the best in books, entertainment, celebrity interviews, and current events. When the movers and shakers of the world have something to say to you, they say it to us first. Here's your host, Cyrus Webb. Welcome back, everyone, to Conversations Live. I'm your host, Cyrus Webb. Glad you all could join us once again. But for our radio audience here in Mississippi at WYAD 94.1 FM and WYADonline.com, we're glad that you all could be with us. Also, tuning in to our friends online, we're glad that you all could be with us as well. We're excited to welcome back Earl Hall to our program today. You guys know Earl as an entrepreneur. He's a voiceover artist, but also an author as well. As we are continuing our coverage of National Book Month, we're going to talk to Earl not only about what it's been like for him to share his gifts and talents with the world, but also how he's been able to use books to do that as well and to be able to help other people along the way. If you guys are not following Earl online, we will let you guys know where to find him there. But Earl, hello to you and welcome back to Conversations Live. Hello, Cyrus. I am so glad to be here with you today. Thank you for having me. Hey, man, the pleasure is definitely all mine. Always great to be able to speak with you, man, and and to be able to let you share everything that's going on with you. So we're going to get into the books here in a moment, but I want to talk about the journey here. Here we are in the last quarter of 2022. What has it been like for you, Earl, to take out the time to kind of reflect on your success this year and, and what's led you to where you are today? Well, I'm, I'm definitely grateful for the journey uh, to get here. Um, even through this year, you know, as you know, I've had some challenges like most people do. And just looking back now, being in the third quarter of 2022, it's been an amazing year. Um, I've been able to, you know, get another foothold with my audience and really start serving them more um, than I had been. And just really being there to become, I guess, more of a help to people has been one of the focuses one of the main focuses that I've had this year. So I'm grateful for all of that. Earl, I want to talk about entrepreneurship for a second because I think for our audience out there who may be thinking about starting their own business or having their own thing, I think the thing is, for one, the how to do it, but also how to find those that they serve. So I want to ask you, how did you know? How did you know that you wanted to be an entrepreneur and to be able to set up a business that could be of service? Well, I think being an entrepreneur has always been a part of me. Um, my father said something to me when I was about 16 or 17 years old. And I think I've mentioned this to you before, but he just made a statement to me. He said, have a mind to have your own. And he didn't qualify it. He didn't explain it. He just said it. But I took it to mean something to me. Um, and obviously it means something because, you know, at 53 years old now, I still remember that moment. And it inspired me to really want to do more than what the traditional path is. You know, you graduate high school, you go to college, um, you get a job in the field that you didn't get a degree for, uh, you know, that, that kind of path. And I didn't want to follow that. I wanted to follow the passions that I had because if I didn't, Cyrus, I knew I would not be satisfied, I would not be happy. And so I knew I needed to do something that was, that was inspiring to me so that I could help also inspire others. Yeah. 
And I think to be able to do that is, is definitely important. And you have been able to inspire others, Earl, not just in the space of voiceover. We're going to get more into that and what kind of led to the books, but also just as an entrepreneur. How has that felt? Because I know uh, you get the messages. I message you occasionally. I don't do that very often, but I, mm-hmm. I, I message you sometimes about the messages. How does that feel to know that people are recognizing, for one, your expertise, but two, the the benefit that you are bringing to them by sharing what you've learned? Well, it's it shows – I'm trying to think of the word. Um, it means the world to me because I'm giving I'm, – I'm being given a stamp of approval for what it is that I want to do. And that stamp of approval is coming by followers, coming by questions and queries about my expertise um, that I have in a certain area or career field. And actually, Cyrus, gaining that trust of people, that has been vital and important, and it's something that I pay more and more attention to every day. And so I hope that answers your question. Yeah. yeah, it does. It does. And, and I think the thing about you is, and again, you know, Earl and I, we've been friends now for over a decade. And, and occasionally I, I will, will give him a hard time. He gives me a hard time, I think, more often than I give him one. Oh, uh, but, well, <laughs> I, uh, we can uh-huh. debate that. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I just I just think, you know, I want our audience to know because you, you know, people talk about me being a straight shooter, but you are a person who can be very direct as well. Not everybody can handle that, uh, Earl, as we both have talked yeah. about before when it comes to our different personalities, but you are not a person of really mince words. So I want to talk about that because I think part of this is when it comes to entrepreneurship and building a business, building a brand and a community – For one, sometimes it takes tough love, but two, it it takes knowing the audience. I want to ask you about that aspect. How important has it been for you to know the audience that you want to serve? Well, I think as a a content creator or an entrepreneur, I think they're almost synonymous now. It's like you – you know, I believe, I think as you do, you know, having your company, treating it as a media company is important. But when you have those people that are coming to you for your advice and looking for your expertise – I have to go back to the trust, you know, the the trust of the audience with you and being direct with them about the things that they're attempting to do. You and I are direct with each other. We can have an idea and we'll be direct with each other in regards to, well, maybe that won't work or maybe you should try this or something like that. But gaining the trust of that audience is important, and that's why you have to be a straight shooter. You can't just coddle everybody. On their journey, you have to say, no, that's not a good idea. It's not how you should do that. And so being direct is actually showing love. Because if I didn't love you, I wouldn't tell you the truth. Yeah. And, and that comes through in your books, which we're going to get into, or I want to say for those who are just tuning in, though, either on the radio side or online, you're listening to Conversations Live. We're excited to welcome back Earl Hall to our program today. Earl is an entrepreneur, a voiceover artist, as well as an author. I'm going to be focusing on two of Earl's books that are available on Amazon right now, Steps to Voiceover Success, Start, Build, and Grow a Successful Voiceover Business, as well as How to Build a Business Around Your Voiceover Skills. Now, Earl, I've said uh, before we get uh, too into voiceover, even though voiceover may be part of the vehicle that you use, I've said to you when it comes to the books, I feel like the principles can be applied to other industries as well. So 
before we get into that, I want to ask you, how did you get into voiceover? How did you decide that that was going to be one of your vehicles? You know, that was a journey, and it goes all the way back to around 2003. And I, I got heavily into internet radio. And so I was doing, like, all my commercials, you know, between music, um, creating all these different sound effects and things like that. And that began my journey into, oh, I don't just have to do this. I can do this for any radio station. I can do this for any business owner and help them with the goals that they have by using my voice to promote and market their products or services. And that's how it all began, you know, going all the way back to, like I said, around 2003. And I have worked in radio stations um, back then, one in particular, um, AM station in Milwaukee. And I was doing, you know, their commercials as well as being a DJ. Yeah. And then you went from that to be able to work with corporate clients. And then that led you to Steps to Voiceover Success, what you've been able to do with YouTube. Earl has found tremendous success uh, on on YouTube, being able to have thousands of subscribers there. So I want to talk about what that's been like for you to build that online community, Earl. What has that been like for you to see the growth that has come from Steps of Voice Over Success and the impact you've been able to have through that platform when it comes to YouTube? Well, my YouTube channel, um, which is youtube.com slash Earl Hall Studio, I, I remember the beginnings of it. And I, it, what's funny, Cyrus, is that I didn't really have a goal in mind. All I knew is that I was on a journey and I wanted to share that journey with others. And because I think because of that openness and honesty and not being afraid to show, um, you know, I wasn't in the best place, you know, or I had these little blankets around and, but people gravitated towards that and they saw my journey and watched me grow and I'll never forget, probably the biggest celebration I had was when I hit 1,000 subscribers. And that meant the world to me. Coming, I was doing live streams every day, gaining that influence. And after I hit 1,000, it just snowballed to the point where now we're almost at 15,000. And it's humbling to see it continue to grow and that I'm still able to have that impact and influence in order to help others that are on that same journey because the goal is, you know, like it says in the book, steps of voice over success, how to start, build, and grow. So I know that my audience is beginners, and that's why they gravitate towards me because I talk about those beginner issues more. So because you have had such success then, Earl, an obvious question would be for our audience. Um, I kind of know the answer, but maybe not really. How did you decide on the beginner? Because you have been able to do so much. Um, you're a gearhead. You, you talk about that yourself. You mm-hmm. like yeah. you like the bells and whistles, and you know and all of that. How did you decide that you wanted to be able to focus on the beginner voiceover artist when it came to your your audience? Well, Cyrus, the hardest part for anybody that's an entrepreneur and wants to do anything, the hardest part is to start. And so many times people want to lay out an elaborate plan that really you can't follow, you know, like some sort of business plan. And the hardest thing is to start. And if I can get someone just to get a, like, lower or or inexpensive USB microphone, plug it into their computer, and just start recording, if I can get somebody to do that step, which is the hardest step, 
And it seems to be the longest as far as being able to make that decision. But once that decision is made, it seems like it's a snowball effect because they get more into, oh, how, how do I sound? How do I make this sound better? What is it that I do? But that first step of just starting, buying that first piece of equipment, if I can get somebody to do that, it feels like I've won. Gotcha. I mentioned, of course, you're being direct. One of the things you said in the book, How to Build a Business Around Your Voiceover Skills, that I think can go for any industry, Earl. Uh, in the chapter, if you are not an expert at sales, you are not an entrepreneur, which is a very bold statement. But you say this mm-hmm. when talking about the things that are involved in being able to be a voiceover artist, and you give these things that people have to be willing to do. The reason why I say this can be applied to any entrepreneur is what you say after you list those things, Earl. I'm going to share that uh, and have you talking again. I want to remind people, Earl's a lot more direct than I am, so he says things uh-huh. in a way that I wouldn't necessarily say them, but he gets the I point across. That I'm more direct than you. I don't know if I'm more direct than you, um, but okay, we'll go with that. Okay, well, let's just see what your book says, Earl. This is what your book says, okay? Uh, This is what you wrote. There are so many more talking about the things they need to do, but I am going to stop here and address that voice in your head that is saying to you, that won't work, that is too much work, etc. I have people telling me all the time that the reason that they don't do something is because they're waiting to do something until their VO business can support it. Do you know how stupid that is? Until you invest in something, you will never get a return period. You won't get proper training. You won't learn how to run ads. You won't invest the proper time. Please tell me how your business will grow with no investment, with no willingness to take a chance, with no commitment. Look, if you don't take a chance on yourself, it simply means that you have no faith in your ability, or worse, you don't have the ability. Now, that's pretty hard-hitting, Earl, as you guys can see. He called. I'm sorry? What was that, Earl? Amen. (laughs) I just want to re- reiterate the point where Earl says, do you know how stupid that is? <laughs> yeah. when you, because when you read that part, everybody heard the chuckle in your voice. Uh, yeah. you, <laughs> but no, but Earl, that is a very true, and again, this is a broader statement, which is why I chose that statement um, to read. Because it is something that there are people who want – I bring it up for this reason. People look at you, and they want to do what you have done, but they're not willing to do the work. So I want to talk about that because the chapter, again, is called If You're Not an Expert at Sales, You're Not an an Entrepreneur. So I want to talk about that. How important has that been for you to break through to beginners? Like you said, people have to start. But they look. They want to be where you are when they start. So, how important has it been for you to break down exactly what it takes to get to where someone like you is? Well, for for any entrepreneur, and I've I've had several discussions about this. An entrepreneur, freelancer, whatever you want to call it, we know how to do that thing, right? If you're a graphic designer or whatever, okay, or you're a web designer, you know extensively how to do that thing, and you're very good very adept. But now you want to start a business. And so the phrase that if if you're not an expert in sales, it that's the reason. You have to become more cognizant of what a business is and what it takes to actually have a business. Because you have a skill does not always necessarily translate into you being a good business owner. It's why they talk about starving artists. You know, you can use it you can use that phrase with it. 
you have all this talent, but you don't know how to get it to the masses or get it out to the public. And then when we, when we talk about investing in, in your business, um, that's a big thing because if you don't know how to do sales and marketing, guess what? You got to take a course from somebody. You've got to learn from somebody, whether you go to YouTube University and, and study there, but you have to go much farther than just the skill that you have in order to be successful. Yeah. So I, I mentioned that came from the book, How to Build a Business Around Your Voice Over Skills. That book is not intended, I think, for the beginner, the one that is, is Steps no. to Voice Over Success. So I want to talk yeah. about that, Earl. That is the book that you have really been able to see uh, people gravitate to. Uh, of course, you know, we've seen mm-hmm. the pictures you posted with them holding the book. Um, what has that been like for you to see how something that you wrote? Because, again, that is not how people got to know you. So how has that been for you to see how something that you've wrote in a book that people actually bought, that, how has that felt to know that they've been able to find value in that, in that form? Well, that comes from the audience that I built. Um, those people are the ones that have supported me and continue to support me with the things that it is that I do. And it is a humbling feeling to know that I can put words on a page and the people that have been my supporters all of these years would, even though they watch my YouTube videos, even some of them come into my courses and things of that nature, they still want more. They want more of who I am. And I think that's what it says because these people already know who I am to a certain extent. But they want to go deeper, and they want to have that deeper relationship. And I think as an author, that's what we want to have is a deeper relationship with our audience. And I, be- I believe a book does that for, most, for any author. Now, you, you have an interesting perspective that some people in our, in our listenership, uh, Earl, may question. But I, you said it, so I have to bring it up, and that is you think every entrepreneur should have a book. Um, you now have several. Um, we'll just talk about the ones that you acknowledge, because mm-hmm. um, I don't want to be, you know, I don't like to try to embarrass. It's not my way to try to embarrass people and make them still feel oh, some kind cool. of way. But yeah, the books that you that you acknowledge um, are the ones that are on voiceover. I've mentioned two of them there. Um, why do you feel so strongly though that entrepreneurs should have a book? Well, a book, it, it, it's. When you put pen to paper or you get on your laptop or your computer and you start typing, you realize that there are things that you know that you haven't talked about yet. Because as you said, as you're sitting there concentrating and you're typing out the words and the sentences and the paragraphs and you want to make it, you know, as interesting and as, as engaging as possible in your voice. And when you do that, it has a serious impact on your audience. So when I say, that every entrepreneur should have a book. The, the reason you should have a book is because that audience wants to know more. Your, your raving fans, the, the ones that will consume everything it is that you do, they want to know more and more and more. And when you sit down, it's different from, from just doing a live stream or, or a video. A book you have, in my opinion, it's more of a concentration piece and it's more intimate, I believe, because I think authors are more thoughtful 
And when entrepreneurs become an author and start putting down those words, I don't care if it's 80 pages, you know, you just put down those words. It means something to the people that have engaged with you, and they want more of you. So I want to talk about something that has become synonymous with you, and that is the hashtag grind and don't quit. You, you address yes. this in Chapter 9 of the book, Steps to Voiceover Success, Start, Build, and Grow a Successful Voiceover Business. And this is what you say about that hashtag. And the subtitle of this chapter is Do This or Die. You say, grind and don't quit is more than a hashtag to me and the people that follow it. It is the driving force that keeps us going every day. I mentioned earlier that this is a marathon, not a sprint. Many programs out there want you to believe that you can do this in a few months after watching some training videos. You probably already know that this is simply not the case, especially when it comes to voiceover. Voiceover is a talent, a skill, and a business. Forget any of those three or ignore ongoing training in any of these areas, and you will put your future in this industry at risk. Again, this is something that applies to others because we always have to keep growing. But I want to talk about the responsibility then, Earl, that comes with having a hashtag like Grind and Don't Quit because, as you said, this is now how, how you are saying that you want people to be able to, to define you by this hashtag. How has that helped you to stay on track, or does that provide a reminder for you why you have to stay on track? Well, I believe I stay on track no matter what. I mean, you and I talk a lot, and you know how much, I, you know how much time I spend learning and, like, watching YouTube videos and, and even taking more courses. That's a part of the grind and don't quit mentality because if you ever think you've, you know, you get to the point where you think you've arrived and there's nothing else you need to learn about your skill set or what it is that you, I think that's when you start to die because you always want to continue to grow because, if, again, if you're not growing, you're dying. And so you're always looking for more in regards to how to be better at what it is that you do. You're looking at things that are going to teach you things and push you and, and just press you to want to do better. And if you don't have that type of mentality, it's why others can come into your same industry and move ahead of you, go beyond you, because – you don't need to know anything else. You've learned it all. Hmm. Well, so what is your hope then, Earl, at this point? Because, I mean, you you are in the position of not only, of course, being a authority in your industry, but also an example in your industry. What do you want people to know about when they come to you, uh, when they come to Earl Hall Studio, when they are – you know, are trying to take the the advice that you've given them, the tips from Steps of Voice Over Success, what do you want them to know about what's possible for them? There's a couple things, Cyrus, because I think one of the biggest issues in this industry of voiceover, people think they can just come in and within the next two weeks, they're going to blow up. This is, you know, for every entrepreneur that is out there, it will happen when it happens. But if you have that grind and don't quit mentality, Another part of that is you don't complain. A lot of people, they come up against obstacles, oh, well, that's not fair, or someone didn't give me a chance, or I can't learn, you know, I haven't learned, you know, how to do this or that, you know, in my digital audio workstation to, you know, edit and produce my voice. And these complainers, I'll just say it out, you know, say it outright. If an entrepreneur is complaining about obstacles, 
you don't want to really be an entrepreneur because there will continue to be obstacles even after you have the successes. And the obstacles are the things you want to look for because those are the things that are going to, once you get past them, give you more and more success. It's the obstacles that are in our way sometimes that can press us forward to do better and better and better. And as an example of that, I've just tried to move beyond every obstacle. I don't complain. If something I do fails, it fails. I did something wrong. I will own it because that also allows me to own when I do something right. Does that make sense? It makes sense, but I, I do want to uh, take a slight dig at you at something because that goes to a bigger point that you and I talk about a lot because, mm-hmm. like you said, um, it is not going to happen overnight. Of course, one mm-hmm. of us that is having this conversation likes things to happen overnight, likes things to happen more quicker well, than the other person. I'm not going to say – I'm not saying which one is which. I'm not saying, but they always say a hit dog will bark. <laughs> Uh, but uh, so, how do you temper that? Because if you if you're teaching them, it's not going to happen overnight. How do you, in your enthusiasm that you have for what you do, how do you remind yourself of that that things are not going to happen overnight as much as you would like them to? Well, it comes with more and more maturity and experience for me personally. Um, that I've learned to have more patience. Yeah, yes, I, I and we joke about this all the time. My patience level used to not be very high. You know, now it's maybe ten percent better, but <laughs> it gets better and better. But the thing about you, you said you said five percent better. Is that what, what did you say? Say it again. No, I, I said ten, and it's all. Oh, you said ten. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead. 10. Go ahead. Ten percent. Yeah, okay. you heard everything else, but you didn't hear that. Okay. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so sometimes those one but, syllables it throws me off. That's why I was just that's why I was just T E N ten. Okay. Um, gotcha. But when when I feel that and you and I have talked about that, I recognize that in myself now. Okay, you need to pull it back, you need to hold up. So you can have those feelings or those those emotions, but experience if you look back over your life and you can see where you've made certain mistakes and where you've taken things too far or tried to move too fast, you learn those lessons, and those lessons are there for a reason. But if we ignore them, we never get past them. So for myself, I know I have those feelings a lot. I want to do this. I want to jump into that. Um, And then that's why I talk to you. I mean, you're a good counselor for things like that to run by, and I think a lot of people need that you know, in their lives, um, to just kind of temper them when they need to be tempered and for the person to just have the maturity to know this may take a little while. It's not going to happen tomorrow, but that's a goal. So what are the steps I need to do to get to that goal? And you start taking it step by step instead of trying to leap to it. Yeah. Great point, great point. And and I have to say too, and Earl's you know, the Earl gave me a compliment, so I want to give him an honest one back. He's telling the truth. I am good at that. No, just 
so, but he so is humble. too. Earl is so Earl is a good person to bounce things off of as well. But as you saw in his book, though, uh, how to build a business around your voiceover skills, he will say, "How stupid does that sound?" That's what Earl will say, yeah. um, uh, because he, it's in black and white. Now he may say, "I may say that kind of thing," but his is in black and white. Um, so you can be the judge of that. Again, everyone, Earl Hall has been our guest, everyone. <laughs> Entrepreneur, voiceover artist, and author. His book, Steps to Voiceover Success, Start, Build, and Grow a Successful Voiceover Business, How to Build a Business Around Your Voiceover Skills, uh, are just two of the books that Earl has written. <clears throat> uh, he has more also. Uh, you all can go to Amazon.com to be, be able to see both in print as well as the Kindle edition. Earl, this has been great uh, having you on. It's, it's amazing yeah. how how time just flies, right? It you does. know, it just flies. It yeah, it just flies. Uh-huh. So, Earl, how can our audience stay connected with you, man? They can find me on all platforms, you know, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, uh, even uh, Twitter, um, and mm-hmm. also the other T, TikTok. Mm-hmm. At Earl Hall Studio. It's just at Earl Hall Studio, and you can find all of my social media. All right. Well, thank you so much for that. I'm not sure about one of those, but, I mean, if our audience knows <laughs> what that is, you know, they can feel free to go over there. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. I'm not there, but you guys are more than welcome to go. You know, we don't have to have the same friends. It's cool. Um, uh, Earl, congratulations uh, again to you, man. Always a pleasure speaking with you and looking forward to our next conversation. Absolutely. Thank you, Cyrus, for having me. It's been an honor. All right, and we thank your audience for tuning in to another great segment of Conversations Live. Until next time, I'm your host, Cyrus Webb, saying, as always, enjoy your day, enjoy your life, enjoy your world. Thank you all for choosing Conversations Live. Let's go make today amazing. Take care.